live with welcome podcast <laughs> we're back guys what up how's it uh, hanging better not be low <laughs> we are leashed dads podcast we are two leashed dads that get together to discuss our everyday lives while chained to our responsibilities parental and or financial whatever how you doing man oh by the way that's justin that's jared jared yes jcd that is my uh initials oh, those are my initials for the grammar police out there yeah i'm i'm good i'm pretty good uh last week was kind of an off week for me uh needed some time to think uh towards personal stuff um and kind of got that organized or situated I've made some necessary moves on my end here, so we'll see how that all plays out. Um, I'm kind of following up with some opportunity, uh, another opportunity that I've decided might be better for myself in regards Ooh. to careers. So, no word yet. I just recently did made that change. Uh, hopefully, you know, I'd rather feel good about myself. Um, rather than being in a stagnant or static life. Uh, so looking for something to change. Um, and the only way to change is to make an init- or make that move yourself. So if you want to yep. change your life, don't wait for somebody else to do it for you. Do it. You need to do it. That's going to be my little thing for the night. You need to make your own changes. You can't expect somebody else to make changes for you. That's right. You are in charge of your own life. Nobody else is. Even if you're married. Yes, I know we love to say happy wife, happy life. But at the same time, you're still responsible for yourself. That's right. So, yeah, I've got support, but that's, you know, that's that's all right. I'm glad she's, you know, my wife is very supportive. Sam is very supportive. Uh, she's like, you should, you know, if you're not happy, you should find something you're happy with. Um, but, yeah, that's kind of my thing. Uh, I'm glad to be back finally here, and I think we're going to be off to a good start uh, with this. But um, yeah, so mentally it was a rough week. Um, work has been interesting, though, to say the least, even though I'm looking at a possible career change. Uh, we've done these things called virtual meetings. We've actually finally got the okay to do virtual meetings slash like in-services. So we basically show our faces to the office. Like kind of like we're in in the office, um, but we're all allowed to do lunches as well. So if that's really kind of a way to get in front of the providers, uh, we're allowed to do that. Uh, there there has to be some planning ahead, of, you know, ahead. So we have to plan it out for like two weeks to get it going uh, so we can get them their lunch and make sure we have everything we need to set be set up before we do the uh, meeting. Um, so that's been fun. We've been doing a lot of practice. Uh, today, actually, well, uh, Wednesday here for you folks that are going to know for the release being on Sunday, uh, Wednesday, I ended up doing my my meeting or my practice meeting. Um, I was the last one of the team to go, but we also ended up doing pretty much over like two and a half weeks, I guess, just because things had happened where we needed to reschedule such and so what and so on and so forth. Um my wife, Sam, she started 
I won't call it her new job, but she started a new position slash schedule. So she's still a nurse. Uh, she's now 90% uh, for those of you who know what that means because she is a nurse and working at a mental hospital, uh, working for the state. Basically, she works, uh, it'll be like a total of 90% throughout the year. So let's say, you know, you and I work full-time jobs. You know, we get paid 40 hours a week, right? Uh, she's work. Her schedule would turn out to be that she's only working 90% of the year at, a, at full-time essentially is what it comes down to. Um, but she still get she work she's now working 12 hours a day. So she gets a little more time off in a sense. So it works out though. She still gets paid oh, okay. just well, she still gets paid the same out. amount. It's not yeah. like she's losing hours or anything like that. Um, and she said she would also pick up t- uh, time as well. Um, I did go to uh, the preseason, pa- one of the preseason Packer games, uh, their last game of the nice. preseason uh, with my cousins and my eldest son. And that was fun. Uh, and then I was also playing a lot of Pokemon Go as well over the weekend, um, just because they had this Pokemon Go fest going on. Uh, so ended up doing that with some friends or like my kids, my wife and one of our friends. So that was a good time. What about you? Uh, it's been a while. <laughs> it certainly feels like it's been a while. Well, I mean, I didn't update my, uh, I mean, this week has been kind of a, a blur, but we went to uh, a surprise visit to the Shano Zoo or Shanoa Zoo in West Bend. Not quite sure how to say that, but uh, it was good. It was, it was a cool zoo, kind of smallish, good, good variety of animals. Saturday night, uh, Natalie and I had a date night for the first time in a long time. Watched scary movies uh, with the windows open and the lights out, so it was it was a good night. And we, Interesting. We uh, had instead of going out because we we're trying to save money because of the situation, uh, we decided to just make whatever we wanted to make. So she had uh, some taquitos and fries, and I really wanted some seafood, so I bought some shrimpies and made a scampi. With some linguine. Nice. And good. You know, it's just quick and easy. Uh, you know, it, but it tastes delicious. So, uh, but before that, uh, I, you know, a while ago, I was cat sitting. Well, I'm back to home, which feels good uh, to have to be surrounded by all my crap, which is probably some personal hang up. You know, I've said several times in this show where. I, I am addicted to my crap, my possessions, not crap, possessions. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, um, heard it from him. He's addicted to his crap. That's right. Uh, string of positive days has increased until uh, I had some beers. And some drinks. Sunday that you weren't night. going back to those. And let's just say Monday and Tuesday and part of today was not good. Just from an energy standpoint as well as a mentality standpoint where I was riding, riding on high all week last week and then even Saturday. And then, yeah, it, it's probably all in my head. But is it really if I can't get out of a funk? by just kind of wishing it away and trying to upbeat myself. 
no, if it's if it's still there for some odd reason, uh, it's it's definitely not at all in my head. So tell so me, I'm treating myself to an NA tonight, which is, is good. There you go. We are not affiliated with Athletic Brewing Company, but I do like your beer, so thank you. Yes. And there you go. Shout out to the NA. <laughs> yes. Shout out to you know, the Athletic Brewing like the Company. Taste of, I like the taste of beer. I do. Yeah, I'm actually, I'm actually working on my final ale right here. You know, oh, that's your last one, huh? Well, last week, right, I had that mental slump, and I told yeah. I told my friend to bring booze. So that's what he brings? <laughs> no, he didn't bring this. He brought, oh. he brought 12 other bottles of booze. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he brought another, he brought a six-pack of Reds, and then he brought some Mikes. <laughs> and we basically went through the six-pack of Reds that night. <laughs> Granted, right, three pieces, three apiece. Um, but then he totally left the other bottles there on purpose. But okay, yeah, it was it was a good time. Um, yeah, so no, I would say it's okay to drink in moderation. But you know, and and I did, and but it's still it was it screwed up my sleep because I uh, have been doing this thing where. I turn off the screens an hour before bedtime. I'm no longer watching TV before bed. Uh, and then and unfortunately this cuts into it, but this is fine. <laughs> mm. oh, One night problem, is fine. No, no, we don't. Uh, and I've been sleeping actually really good. So, uh, but like I said, that, that Sunday night was just an apps. I didn't get to bed till 1130 cause I had stopped drinking at like a seven or so. So the sugar had all gotten to my system by that point, and oh. I was wide awake. Yeah, wide don't you awake. love it? Don't you love it? I love it. Well, no, uh, but I did get a time uh, a night to myself uh, while cat sitting. Uh, Natalie went home a day early because the kids needed to be in their own environment, like their father. They like being surrounded by their possessions and their beds and stuff. So, uh, yeah, I cooked, I cooked a steak and just watched TV and vegged and did absolutely nothing. It was beautiful. Quiet. I love that. Oh. Sounds like a yeah. good time. I mean, when you're able to do something like that and have something you've probably been craving for a while since the household mm-hmm. is now, do I, dare I say it? <laughs> yeah i'll let you say it if you really want to say it um well we're, we're vegetarian here but uh i still are you a vegetarian if you're eating my... a steak like cheating on your diet i don't really care that much am i gonna be eating a steak once a week like i was prior to this whole change no absolutely not that's a terrible idea but i have i love chicken salad like a lot so I don't know if I could ever go super vegetarian because I wouldn't be able to eat chicken salad. And fake chicken salad is not the same, guys. No, it's not. Trust me. I didn't know there was a fake chicken salad. Well, you can make it with tofu. That doesn't... No. No. Oh, my gosh. I'm not going into that. That's just too much. <laughs> that is yeah. just way too much to even talk about. Oh, no. You... If you're if you're having a steak every now and then, you're definitely not vegetarian. I'm just gonna say it right there. If you're if you're cheating on if you're cheating on that, yeah. It, sorry, you put a steak one time in general, it doesn't make you a vegetarian. 
<laughs> it's just you have made a life choice to change uh, to support your wife. And a healthy eating habits, too, because red meat uh, is not super good for your heart. So, I mean, in moderation, it is. It's fine. Tomato, tomato. I still cook it. I don't leave it like bloody or raw like some other people I know. Um, But my wife won't touch meat unless it's dead, (laughs) like 300% cooked. (laughs) So it has to be it has to be well done. All her, all her meat has to be well done, which is very difficult to arrange for. Um, I still like to have a little pink in my hamburgers or my steaks, whatever it may be. I still like to have my bacon a little floppy, uh, as weird as that sounds, rather than the hard crispiness or well done. Yes, um, preach. Like, yeah, I will. I will preach that. But, um, yeah, that's one of those things that. We just have to adjust, right? We adjust our lifestyles a little bit to uh, do what we got to do. And it's kind of sad when your children follow suit. Um, I'll save that for another time because I want to kind of stay on this. Um, So as we mentioned, weeks are awesome or pretty much. I mean, Jared has has his little slump, but glad Jared. I'm glad you're having some positive days. Uh, It's a hell of a lot better. Probably feels nicer for yourself. Uh, from mm-hmm. a mental standpoint and physical standpoint too, knowing that you're able to finally feel good about yourself. Yeah. So I was going to ask this too, because you said that Natalie and the kids had gone back one day early. Did she talk about how they slept? Cause I know last time we talked and you guys were at the house, they had a better sleeping. Like they slept through the night. Are they sleeping through the it, night now? It wore off. It re- Oh, so they're they weren't sleeping through the night at grandma no. and grandpa's either. Right. Okay. They got used they got used to the environment and yep. they're like, Nope, uh, we're back to normal. <laughs> yeah, but of course they went back there Saturday and slept through the night and woke up at like eight thirty, so Oh, that's not bad. Whatever. Hey Whatever. Uh, <laughs> this week we're putting our kids back into a normal schedule. Cause oh okay. normal I mean getting back into a school routine. School, here. yeah. Yep. So oh my gosh. Ugh. Let's talk some proud moments here. Um, I've got a few, but again, going to the preseason Packer game with my son, with Kane, we enjoyed the game and the bonding. He actually enjoyed it. It was his first time going to a Packer game. Uh, He was really, you know, enjoying the game. Uh, It did take him a little bit to warm up to what was going on around him, but we did the wave at the game like four times. Nice. It pissed me off, though. You know why? Because the Why? announcer had to tell us to stop. Oh. Like, the announcer was trying to kill, b- be the buzzkill. Why? Because technically we were, it, we were doing the wave while the Packers were on offense. Oh. And, they, yeah. you know, when you're on offense, you want to make sure that the team can hear the calls. Or, you know, the communication is clean. So it's not like a broken communication between coach and the team. Um, or the you know, quarterback or whatnot. Um, but it was a good time after we made it around four times, we still tried to keep the wave going a little bit. Um, but the announcer's like, stop, you guys need to stop now. Um, Alanora is now crawling around. Like she was oh, doing wow. it a little bit here, um, here and there, 
but now she's kind of like in full swing crawling. She was doing her little army crawl, and now she's on her hands and knees and just going. Uh, still, still like a, I'll say walk kind of crawl. Okay. Uh, you know how like in in comparison, you know how like you're supposed to walk, or when you start walking, it's an actual walk. Uh, she's kind of doing a walk, a walk crawl rather than like a run crawl, where she's able to go across the floor. Um, and she's just growing up too damn fast. Yeah. Too damn fast. Two two teeth. Probably have some more coming in already. She's crawling. Um, I think she's a lot happier now that she's actually mobile on her own rather than having to rely on daddy or mommy to carry her around uh, getting from place to place. Uh, So she's not as fussy when it comes to being on the ground where she, you know, for a while, if you were to set her down, like she can sit up on her own, too. Um, So she's sitting up pretty damn straight, too. Uh, It's just. Oh, Jared, I can't get over it. Like it sucks that she's growing up too damn fast. I love I love the fact that she's doing all this stuff, but I hate the fact that she's just growing up too fast. Yeah, <laughs> can't time, make it stop. time flies, especially when they're that little. Just it's crazy. Mm-hmm. What about you? What are you proud of? Well, uh, Eleanor and I played catch for a little bit uh, on and off. She's doing a lot better. It's uh, nice. Uh, and then open house kindergarten was last night, which was awesome. Yeah, again, growing up too fast. Cherish these moments, folks. Don't let these things go by, you know, without taking it in, please. Yep. Nico's going into a 4K learning center this fall. Kane's in fifth grade. Arlo's in first grade. Sooner or later, Kane's going to be 18. Wow. Allie's going to be eight at that point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, where, where are these years going? I'm getting older and it's not feeling good anymore. <laughs> like, I think, I think you want to get older when you're a kid so you can do more things. But then all of a sudden you become a parent and you're like, what the hell? Right. You're, you don't want to grow old anymore. You just want to be able to be how old you are and know that your kids are still growing up to be uh, better than you in a sense, in a way. Right. Like, you're, like we're supposed to be teaching them. Um, but yeah, no, it's I'm glad that you're playing catch with Eleanor. Um, are you like throwing a baseball around or what? How are you? What are you playing catch with? Uh, rubber ball the size of uh volleyball okay so a big a big ball which is nice yeah Uh, getting you getting adjusted and acquainted still okay that's not bad all right perfect i like it at least it's you know better i mean my my kids are playing catch like that too they want to play catch um we'll use like a football or uh so you know we're starting to get smaller balls in their hands like a baseball but we're not really really throwing a baseball around yet because that's a little dangerous when they still don't necessarily know. But, oh, a hardball? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Very dangerous. Um, especially when I have to, you know, underhand toss it or make sure they're not afraid of the ball. Uh, but they're pretty good with playing catch with a football. Um, just got to make sure that I'm not throwing it too hard like a bullet at them so they're not hurting at the end of it. 
No fastballs, JJ. Come on. <laughs> I don't do that. I only do fastballs to my buddies. So, or the ones I know that can take it. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. So, <clears throat> tonight's show. I know Jared. I don't. I don't remember him saying it. But tonight Financial is all about budgeting. Like that, no. uh, yeah, responsibilities. Uh, we want to kind of talk about budgeting. Uh, talk about our experiences with budgeting here a little bit. I've got some interesting stories, um, but by no means are we going to be experts. We just want to point out some things. You Hell can cons- no. Just point out some things you can consider. Uh, or if you really need to, there's, I'm sure, finding an accountant, finding a financial advisor. Yeah, those things do cost money. But at the same time, th- that's what they're there for, though. Um, you know, there's some things that maybe to help people that are in tough times or when you're in good times, what you should do with, you know, how to budget that way or um, special events, for example, like Christmas, but we'll certainly get through that. Um, So let's, let's talk. What, what is budgeting to you or how, I guess, how often do you budget? Well, Right now, obviously, there's some tough times going on, and I should have been, and I'm going to talk about this more when when the good times conversation comes up, I should have been more focused on budgeting during the good times instead of just willy-nilly, woo, I want that, I want this, I want that, you know, kind of thing, Uh, which I don't recommend for anybody who's on a fixed income, but uh, yeah, so anyway, um through the tough times, you know, budgeting to me really means going to someplace like Aldi or save a lot. We don't have a save a lot around here, but uh, like uh, not a higher end grocery store or even even a pick and save sometimes can be quite pricey if you know what I'm saying, uh, or festival for that matter. So really instead of going out and buying extravagant things like, Oh, I really want this $5 fruit that I'd never had before, but I really want to try it. And it's only $5. Well, no, this is when you buy stuff that is basic necessities. I mean, I, I even splurged on this bad boy and I got like a six pack for like 10 smackers, but that was pretty. All right. I thought I'm not buying LaCroix or sparkling water anymore. So I kind of did a balancing act there. That's what I think of it as just being super selective on what you buy and not going to the movies, not taking long, unnecessary trips to, you know, to save on gas and stuff like that. Making minimum payments to bills. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Uh, You know, so budgeting to me is knowing where you put your money, how often you're going to do it. So again, those monthly bills that do come through, um, being able to, you know, make sure you're a, you're not necessarily falling behind. Um, yeah, some budgeting is leaving leaving people living paycheck to paycheck. That's a lot where a lot of people are here. Believe it or not, you do have those uh, families that have higher incomes, which is you know great for them. Uh, but then you got to think that there are some middle class that maybe even well, there's middle class that are doing fine. Um, but then you've got the 
families in the lower class that are living paycheck to paycheck, just barely getting by, um, whether it be on their just because of their mortgage payment, um, you know, their other bills that they barely can afford. Uh, I've got, you know, I won't say it, but I feel like sometimes that's what we're at. But that's not true. That's not true at all. Um, in the past year, like the past uh, after Allie was born. So um, from December to basically June or whatever, it felt very tough because we were on a, I won't, I think Sam finally realized that $10,000 goes pretty quick. Yes, it does. Yeah. Like I try it, you know, it was one thing. It's like she all of a sudden realized that uh, money disappears pretty quick when you've got a lot of bills um, yep. month over month. So, uh, yeah. And it still love her. But I think it, she finally kind of put it into her perspective. She finally started realizing some things as well shade thrown at me a little bit for Sam being sugar mama. It's like, Hey, if you got a sugar mama, why not? Um, right. You know, we, we don't necessarily go willy nilly all the time either. Um, we, you know, both have very good credit score. Um, I I think last time we did a credit check was to get her a new vehicle. Um, and I beat her up by like a point. <laughs> So our credit scores are very, very close to each other, uh, which is which is awesome because actually I had the better credit score for the longest time. Um, but we started, you know, doing some financing, doing some loans or takeouts, uh, or, you know, I won't call them loans, but they're in a way it's credit, right? You're building your credit. Um, and the only way to do that is by budgeting what you have and what you know right. you have. Uh, so I liked it. at first when I moved in with Sam back in 2015, um, we ended up, I had, I created a budget because I wanted to know what I was spending or, you know, kind of get an idea, maybe what I had to cut back, especially when I'm moving in with my girlfriend and we both have a kid apiece at this time. And now we have a mortgage to pay. We've got phone bills to pay. We've got car payments to make. Uh, you know, we got utilities, things like that. You got to know what you have and what you're going to have left to spend for maybe children's clothes or some of the other things like other other expenses. You're not necessarily going to, you know, those kind of one off expenses or once in a while. Um, and so like uh, for the longest time, I had a budget where actually I wonder if I still have it on one of my documents. Um, and I had I created an Excel file like if I cut this out, you know, for the longest time I used to play world of Warcraft and there was like a monthly budget or, you know, monthly payment of $15. Yeah. Right? So, you know, take that and blah, blah, blah. I had some other like subscriptions, I guess as well, um, that I had to worry about. Maybe if I take those out and see, you know, this is, I would have a little bit extra. I'd have $15 more every month. If I got rid of that subscription, uh, what there may be, so really just to me, budgeting is creating a list, finding out how much you are spending and how much you're going to have left over, like what you're going to have left to use for yourself or for uh, fun activities. Um, maybe not even fun activities, but you're just trying to find a way to save it for like a rainy day if anything does start going wrong. Um, because out there, as crazy as it sounds, 
I think if I recall, you're supposed to try to save enough uh, for in like a three month emergency or something like that. I read six. Yeah, but... it's like was it six months emergency or yeah. have like six grand or something like that in no, case six or, there was. There was something like that. Have enough money for in case something happens for that would be like a six month thing. Um, you know, given the circumstances, Sam taking a very long maternity leave uh, for our last child um, because it was it is our last child. So she wanted to spend as much time as she possibly could, um, knowing that she's never going to have a chance to do that again. Um, but that's kind of where it comes into play. You know, we just gotten a new car. You know, that's kind of costly that that uh payment Same. is kind of costly um the mortgage doesn't stop uh nope. you know your bills and stuff don't stop but she also has a personal loan that she took out because uh the car she previously owned had engine problems after it had gone through an oil change still pisses me off to this day that you know the company is not trying to not taking fault for their fuck up um when it really was their problem because the car was fine when we took it in got the oil changed the next day it stopped and they're like nope it, it wasn't us so it's like okay and they're like yeah we have nothing right now but if there's something in the future we'll let you know it's like you know you're not you're not gonna you're not gonna take fault you're you're just gonna push it off and make us pay like seven grand to get the fucking engine fixed it's like thanks guys for fucking us in the ass so and, yeah. and she was nothing she was another nothing anything but loyal to that company Needless to say, I'm never going to that company again. Uh, if I ever, if we ever buy a car from them, I'm going to slap the person that said you should go buy this car, or you know whatever they may be. So hopefully, I never have that brand of vehicle in my house ever again. Starts with an F. Ferrari. Yes. <laughs> Damn. Uh, I wish I had a Ferrari. No. Uh, I'm just gonna leave it at, a, at an F because I know people like their Fs. Um, but fuck them hard. They deserve, you know, I never want to go back there to them again. Um, maybe it was just the store itself, but that really left a sour taste in my mouth. Um, so, I mean, I think my friend's going to work for one of their one of their companies, but that's okay with him. That's fine by me. It's not Fiat. Yes, Fiat. <laughs> Little fuckers. No, it's not fiat. You're found. You can be found on road dead sometimes. I know what you're talking about. I'm just being facetious. I know you're being facetious. I'm talking about other people here. I'll give them the hint. You are found on road dead. Yeah, sometimes. I don't. I don't really like my F that much. It's kind of scary that there could be a problem like that, and F does not like to claim fault for anything. I mean. It definitely sounds like the garage at that dealership screwed you over, but there are problems that F has had with their vehicles, including my own. Well, mine hasn't happened yet, but there are thousands upon thousands of vehicles that have failed and they refuse to take fault. Yep. Yep. And they don't even do a recall until it's too late. But yeah, so... That's my take. Uh, it's very, it can be very hard to budget, uh, especially when you have something like that. But that's where you know you want to have something saved up. Uh, that six month kind of thing, or even a three month, is a good starting point. I would say, uh, ideally six months, or um, however long you know something could take. So, like a surgery. I mean, surgeries are different. 
uh, if it leaves you on. I think at some point, if you are used to living a dual household income, you might want to com- consider planning for six to nine months at that point. Um, because now you're, for example, you lose that, you lose a single income. Now you're down to a single ha- home income, uh, which can definitely suck. <laughs> so, I mean, Jared, you can speak a little bit on that, uh, more so than I can. Um, but you know, the past, the past time I was working on it, it, it's not like we weren't off. It's just all of a sudden it came to realization how fast some of the savings that we had would go. Um, but thankfully we had what we needed as well. So it's not like we were out. Um, I think certain circumstances could have happened that would have left us hanging high and dry, like real high and dry. Um, if anything ever happened, like running to an emergency room or something of that nature. Um, but thankfully nothing like that, nothing severe like that happened. So, whew. but yeah, uh, no budgeting you should do anytime. It doesn't matter if it's tough, good, uh, special event. I would say plan just to kind of figure out what your net income is. So after all your, you know, even, even your income, I know you get like a gross pay, but then that becomes a net pay after taxes come out. Take that and figure out, okay, so if you split the household, like the mortgage payment, like my wife and I do, uh, I pay about half, she pays the other half, you know, okay, well, there's part you of my paycheck. Part of... Nope. nope. I do not recommend, wow, okay. I, I wouldn't do joint to bank account. Um, even though, you know, my wife and I trust each other, I wouldn't want to throw all our, all our money in the same pot. Fair just, enough. Just for safety purposes. And there are some people that do it. Um, I think my parents actually do it. Um, but it's because they also have all their shit together. Right? Um, I mean, and there are just other choices too. I mean, it's not a bad choice if you are sharing or putting your money in a joint bank account. Um, but we, we certainly make the separate bank accounts work. Uh, and to me, it just means, you know, it's not like I'm going about spending extra money because it's like, it's not like it's not mine by any means, you know, but at the same time, it's part of Sam's income and I don't want to blow off all her income, uh, greedily with greed um so not saying like i would ever do that but that's just not ideal i would hate to do that Uh, it's kind of a big trust thing at that point Um, not saying she doesn't trust me but you never know what could happen it's it's just a choice and i'm glad go ahead okay like you said (laughs) good boy like like you said want a treat uh, yes please I dog days. like you said. I mean, you should really, you know, when times are good and you guys have a little bit more, even if it's just a few hundred dollars, I highly recommend also budgeting. To me, it means that you have a balance book or a graphing notebook, or you're just writing your like spending and what you make down, so you can calculate if you have any extra that you could put that aside for a trip a big move or even just putting extra aside to pay off a credit card you know when times are good 
take that extra and put it somewhere where you want it to go. And, uh, you know, don't subscribe to all of the TV services that you want because you want to watch one thing either. I don't recommend that. But when, you know, so when times are good, plan ahead. Like, like JJ said, you know, if you have a household of kids and a wife, you know, six to nine months and have a savings account, I wouldn't recommend it all in the checking because savings account usually has an interest on it if you have enough in there. So depends on where you go. I mean, yeah, that's true. I think it depends. I think, well, so I, I, I don't think you're wrong there. Savings account do have some kind of interest on it. Um, the amount of interest changes or it's a variable depending on the bank or credit union. I think a bank has a little more of an interest rate, so you do accrue a little more compounding, uh, but it's not substantial, but there's still yeah. something. Oh, I mean, another thing to do when when you're budgeting as well, I every, every paycheck, um, I would try to put a little money away. Uh, you know, again, after, after you figure out what you have to pay, like your monthly bills, um, like your car payment, or let's say you have a car payment your mortgage, excuse me, um, maybe your credit card. If you have a credit card or credit cards, uh, you're making those minimum payments. Uh, nothing wrong with that. Or you have uh, like a window payment or some other type of loan that you took out for house improvements, um, projects, things of that nature. Pay those. But then if you have a little bit, you still know you want to have some extra spending money, but even maybe put like $20, $25 away each month. Or each paycheck. So if you're getting paid uh, bi-weekly or every two weeks, you know, put you're basically putting like, depending on how much you want to put away or how much you're comfortable putting away. Um, you're you know, for example, I would put like maybe twenty. No, my ch every time, every first of the month, basically, um, my checking account takes I think twenty dollars out. And puts it into my savings account. Well, that's a good feature to have. Yeah. Um, but then I, I started doing this as well, where I would take $25 or something like that out of my check and put it towards my savings. So now it's, you know, taking an extra 25 or $50 each month and going into my savings. Yeah, it's a small amount, but that was kind of where I was comfortable with because I still have other things that do take out. Um, but you got to also remember, I think big part of budgeting is also knowing where and when your payments are coming out. So let's say your auto insurance or life insurance, things of that nature. If you have those types of plans, um, no, you got to remember when those th things take out because they do have um, monthly reoccurrence. Um, so you got to plan for that, too. Uh, that's a big part of budgeting is planning for when you're essentially losing your money or making those payments uh, or I won't say losing, but investing into your future <laughs> or other things that are going to save your ass. If anything does happen. Um, but yeah. So, I mean, budgeting is good for tough times. Um, yeah. I know Jared, like Jared mentioned, if you're in tough times, you're probably going on the low end side of things to like, not knocking on Aldi's or 
any of those low end stores or those more cost effective stores for those pe- uh, for people that have a lower income. Um, but you're just trying to find ways to consume less or spend less of your money. Uh, so you have a little bit more to work with or have, you know, you're basically cutting costs where you can to make sure you're still able to provide, um, make sure your family's not necessarily homeless at the end of a six months or something like that because you fell behind on payments. Yeah. So, so what do uh, you do for Christmas time? We start trying to, well, pretty soon here, it'll be October. I know, I know, I know tomorrow's the last day of August. So, um, and then Friday is September. Holy moly. But right around, you know, we'll start planning or looking at things sometime here in October. Like we'll start buying gifts for Christmas in October, basically, and putting, uh, putting them away or, or whatever it may be. Um, so it's not like we basically spend because Again, this is part of the budget idea. We are planning and we're not blowing all our money in December or anything like that. And then having nothing for December. Um, it's just something that Sam's always done. So she's got, she's got a really good head on our shoulders. She knows what she's doing. She doesn't necessarily budget or have like a file of how much, but she already knows like her income and what is coming out and whatnot. Um, and how frequently. So it's kind of just like a very open-minded, cognizant person she is. Um, yeah. Of what, of where the money's going and when it's happening or whatnot. Um, so we start late October, early November, if anything. Um, kind of like on a weekly thing or uh, at some point. But it kind of happens throughout throughout that time more or less i would say it happens after halloween and everything that we start looking at christmas so um we don't necessarily do anything too spectacular though either like we don't hold big christmas parties or anything like that um yes we still do family vacations or not family vacations but traveling to families uh and spend time with family uh very small travel i guess at that point maybe a couple hours in a certain direction um but nothing nothing too bad uh we just be cognizant uh yeah i mean driving's not bad it's not like we go out of state to go visit people and do all the all those shenanigans and spend 200 or two thousand dollars to buy a plane ticket for or buy plane tickets for the whole family and go somewhere um usually all our christmases are here in state um but yeah, Christmas is just, you know, but we still make sure that the kids have a good Christmas. Not like we uh, overdo it or underdo it for them. We make sure that they get kind of the all, we try to keep them all equivalent in price um, throughout, yeah, throughout the time. Yeah, we do that too. Yep. It's, only, it's only fair. You don't you yeah. don't spend more on one person and spend less on another. It's just not fair. It's not the right thing to do. So, yeah, I mean. Dual income is different. Dual income is definitely different than single income. That's for sure. So I don't know. I don't know how that's going to work out, but we'll see. Yeah. I, I, not pointing at you. I'm saying in general, right? Um, 
sometimes it feels like, like uh, let's say you're in a relationship, but you guys aren't married, for example. So you guys really have a separate account together or you don't have your money together yet. Um, but you feel like, let's say you both have children, but you're trying to take care of your kid more than the other children. Um, I think that's kind of a red flag. <laughs> if you guys have been together for a little bit, um, but you're still trying to be, you're still trying to be fair in a sense. Um, I would say it's probably, it could be a little different if you weren't living together. Like if, if Sam and I were dating and I was living somewhere else and she was living somewhere else. Fuck, I'm sorry. Don't mean, don't mean to yawn. Um, I think it'd be a little different. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. By all means, tell me if I'm wrong. I, you know, don't attack me harsh or anything. If you want to, fine, whatever. I'm not going to stop you. Um, but I could definitely be wrong that uh, when you, the way you spend money on Christmas or anything for your children, um, if you're together or whatnot, is going to be different, uh, or how you how you go about doing that. Um, I think you still want to do something nice for. Uh, the children of your significant other or child of your significant other by all means because uh, they are they can very well be uh, somebody I mean you're involved in their life right and they're they're involved in yours um, and they very well could be your future as well so you want to still be on a good on good terms with them uh, which really is essential or key to a good relationship is being on good terms with uh, the children of your significant other. If you're coming into that type of relationship, I don't know. I, I definitely I still think that, uh, what, 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 no, what'd you say about budgeting? Come on. Oh, I think that's, you could sum it up. Yeah. Unless you so had what some about more, more ideas? Well, what about this? Uh, when do you take out loans? I mean, I know loans are essential for because you're probably not take you're probably not paying a hundred percent cash if you're having your basement redone if you don't have fifteen thousand uh, dollars. So you're probably taking a loan out there, um, or again, if you're doing a big project and you know you're not you're not making seven thousand dollars in a single paycheck right um so i mean let's that's you know that's what i want to talk about a little bit when when do you consider taking a loan out uh, pretty much any time a major expense is needed so i may have that money in savings but i'm not going to drain my entire savings and not have that cushion if something were to happen when I could have something like a monthly payment to make and instead of wiping out my savings and being screwed if something happens. So I basically take, you know, cars, home improvements, uh, really anything that uh, is, is a large chunk out of your uh, monthly budget. So is there a point you would actually stop taking loans out though? Like, Oh yeah. If, if I had my, my cushion of six months, uh, combined, you know, six months, both, both of our salaries in, in savings, 
then I would. If, if, if I had plenty of cushion left after that expense is gone, then yeah, I wouldn't take out a loan. I would just pay cash. But I've never been in that position. Okay. I wish. Right. Yeah, I'm just trying to think. I mean, I think there are certain points where you have to be able to say no. Or you kind of put, let's say you are talking about a home improvement project. There's definitely times where you want to take a stop. Um, you know, right now we've got a few loans out there. Sam's got a personal loan for the engine that she had, you know, her $7,000 engine repair. Uh, she took out, she's almost got that paid off. We took out, or she took out a loan so we could get our new couch. Um, it was a very egregious loan uh, or a very aggressive loan where we had so much time to basically pay it all off at 0% interest APR. Um, but after I think it was June here, uh, it would have skyrocketed like 30 some percent or something like that. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. But I mean, those are different types of, you know, different types of loans, different types of things you got to think about. Um, we have, a, again, we have a window loan or we got some windows done and we took out a loan for that. We're working on paying off our wet proof or waterproof basement, uh, still here. Um, so we got a loan there. We got a loan for the windows. Uh, her, again, her personal loan is almost paid off. I know we've got, I think that's actually about it. Nope. We've got our car loans, you know, our car payments, uh, to the banks, right? Um, so, uh, and then of course we do have our mortgage. Uh, so there's those, those are some of those loans that we have that are kind of necessities, right? Um, well, the home improvements aren't necessarily necessities, but I don't think we'd do any more home improvement loan ideas right now until we get a good chunk of those loans paid off. Yeah. Um, or, you know, maybe, uh, she's done with her car loan, like her personal loan for her car. Uh, maybe I'm done with my, paying my car off here or my van. Um, cause I mean, I still have a few, I've still got a few thousand dollars left to pay on that one. Um, there, I mean, there's an essential payments too. like, what was it? Uh, college, for example, right? You had your student loan. Mine's already paid off. Oh, wow. Good for you. I pay. Well, I mean, you have what? It's a 10 year loan, basically, or like you have 10 years to pay it off or something like that. 15. It depends. I refinance, though. Yeah, you refinanced. I, I, I went with the, the monthly payments anymore. I went with the um, the standard 10 year payoff. Um, but I think at about one, I mean, I started making some aggressive payments towards that because there was point in my life I was able to make more of aggressive payments. Or correction, I didn't make it. I made a very aggressive payment in the beginning, uh, kind of with my refund at one point. I put a good chunk of that refund towards it. So it was a really big boost uh, where I could have just been like, no, I don't have to necessarily make a payment towards towards it for a few months. Um, didn't turn out to be that case. I, I obviously made payments, um, monthly payments, but at that point, um, and then it got to a point where it's like, okay, well, I then ended up using a more of another refund as well, eventually, because it was only a few thousand dollars or whatever. And we ended up, Sam and I ended up just paying off that student loan um, just to make it one less thing to have to worry about on a monthly scale. So if it, 
if you're able to do it and be aggressive about it, try to pay it off. Uh, there was at one point where we did actually get a couch and we had a loan for it, but we ended up paying it off right away because I didn't want to sit on that payment, even though it was a good it's loans are a good way to build credit. If you know, you can make the payments on time. But at the same time, if you are, if your credit is already good or comfortable and you don't really need to build more of it, just take care of it. I mean, they yeah. tried to convince me at one point. It's like, you know, this is a good way to build credit. I'm like, yeah, I know, but I've got, other... and you have other ways to build your credit too. If you have your credit card and you make your monthly payments on your credit card, you're still building credit because they're, you know, they see that you're able to make those payments on time. Um, or you do take out other loans or you co-sign with somebody um, knowing that that's going to help you build credit. Um, that was the only way I could actually get a credit card in my first place because I never had credit to my name in college so they tried to open a, a credit card for me but I couldn't I had to, my parents had to be co-signers oh so yeah that was fun stuff um, I think it would have been different if I had a vehicle that was actually under my name when I was in high school or whatnot um, but I had a hand-me-down <laughs> at that point so but yeah that's I mean that's what I have to say uh if you start seeing financial issues, stop taking loans out. Um, if you start questioning if you have money, guys, this is where I would say, I'm not, again, not an expert, just kind of going off of what I've been through, what Jared's been through. Start thinking about budgeting. Budgeting can seriously help you out, give you the idea of what's going on in, in your life. Um, maybe readjust or take things out. Yeah, sure. I know we hate taking away extracurricular activities for ourselves or our fun stuff, but sometimes you have to do what's going to be essential yep. um, for yourself um, because you don't want to necessarily, if you're okay living paycheck to paycheck, fine. But don't be in that situation where you all of a sudden get something repossessed because you can't make payments on it anymore. Because right. that's not going to be fun. That's going to be something you like a car if your car gets repossessed how are you supposed to get to work if you're not working from home yep or how are you supposed to get your children to school or uh whatnot you gotta you gotta plan uh and budgeting is a great way to plan uh for your financial future so uh any other thoughts jared before we move on no i'm ready to laugh all right speak you know i'm gonna do this because i because i can which brand of cars can you buy without going over budget? A Ford. Yeah. I saw it. I'm like, ah, oh, that's a good one. Because <laughs> it's funny. Uh, my wife and I started a bank account to help with our weed budget. It's our joint account. Nice. A passenger was traveling on holiday on a budget airline. Would you like dinner? The cabin crew asked. What are my choices? Yes. Or no. <laughs> Here's a little dark one. Uh, these are kind of dark, honestly. Oh, not... Maybe dark. This one is a tad more dark than uh, some of the other ones. You know, that joint to count one. Uh, what do cannibals on a budget eat? Ramen noodles. All right. Two options for keeping a budget that always has money. Add a zero. 
or move the decimal point. <laughs> That's it, guys. Uh, those are this. We're least dads here. Uh, provide us with your feedback. You know, uh, and if you're a Spotify subscriber, excellent. You can tell us how we're doing via Spotify. Uh, hit us up on Facebook. Um, DM me on Twitter or X, whatever it's called nowadays. Uh, in or TikTok. Uh, Instagram as well. Uh, Darth Nomi for Twitter um, and TikTok. Send us an email. Hit us up on YouTube. Uh, Leave a comment on YouTube as well. Thank you again. We're Leash Dads and we'll see you next time.